Hello, Facebook friends. Welcome to Thoughts Thursday. Tonight's topic is all about thoughts. It's all about thinking. Um, I love Thoughts Thursday for a number of reasons. The first reason I love it is because I absolutely love thinking. Thinking is one of my favorite things. I really think that's truly why I've come to love um, working out on machines at the Y because I just, uh, without being in a class, I like going to classes sometimes, but for the most part, I, when I'm down there and I'm on the machines, I can just think and think and think. And I love thinking. The other reason why I love Thoughts Thursday is because I really truly believe, I turn off my ringer, I really truly believe that our thoughts dictate our actions. That is that we act according to how we are thinking. And when you think about that, and you think about thoughts affecting our actions, it's like, wow, I need to change my thoughts because I need to have better actions. I need to be different. I need to think differently. So tonight's Thoughts Thursday is all about my new hobby, my beloved pickleball game uh, that Ray Baby got me equipment for my birthday for pickleball. So we set out to learn how to play pickleball. And um, in the process of learning that, uh, we watched YouTube videos and, um, you know, tried to learn the rules and we played uh, some just back and forth, you know, not really keeping score or anything yet. And in the course of our pickleball learning, Ray Baby told me 543 times how to do it. Okay. 543 minus 500. All right, so thereabouts. All right, so in other words, he told me a lot, like how to do it. Like he was just, you know, how to serve, how to return, why I was missing it, where I should stand, how I should follow through. I mean, the whole nine yards, right? Things that irritate people sometimes, right? I know it's shocking that Ray Baby could be irritating, but told me over and over and over again how to play pickleball. And, um, in spite of that 543 times minus 500 that he told me how to do it, every time we switched sides, we still kissed and hugged as we passed. And that's what tonight's Thoughts Thursday is about. So why can he tell me 543 times minus 500 how to do it and us still be happy and enjoying ourselves and, uh, you know, not angry, not, you know, um, off, put off or whatever by that. It is because I know after 38 years of marriage today, after 38 years of marriage and, you know, years and years of Christian teaching and, you know, now uh, weight loss coaching that our thoughts lead to our actions. So every single time Ray Baby told me what to do, how to hold the racket, how to serve, how to correct my mistakes, I was free to think anything I wanted to about what he said, right? We're all free people. We can all think whatever we want. We are all thinking adults. So I could think, why does he keep telling me what to do? It's not like he's a pickleball champ. Or I could think, he is so helpful and kind. He always gives good advice. I love it that he wants to help me improve pickleball so we can enjoy it even more. What I thought each time he coached me would determine my next actions. 
think about that for a second. Exactly what we think about whatever is going on, whatever the circumstances that we're in the middle of, exactly what we're thinking at that moment will determine what we do. And if it's true that we are thinking adults who have 100% control over our own thoughts, then it would also prove true that we can control those thoughts and then in turn control our actions. So if my thought was, what is, why does he keep telling me what to do? What would be my actions? How would I respond to him? I would respond by saying, you know, being angry towards him with discord, uh, with an unhealth, unhappy pickleball game, okay? Or I, if I thought to myself, he wants to help me so we enjoy it more, my actions would be kindness and gratefulness towards him, unity and a happy game. Now, before I get too far into this and women start going cray cray over this, why do you have to do that and he doesn't have to? First of all, thankfully, we've both been in this long enough together that we're both willing to think the thoughts and have the actions that lead to our marital joy. Watch tomorrow because we're going to, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get him on or not. I wanna do it together. Tomorrow's free Friday. What led to 38 years of being in love? But man, he is backlogged and loaded with students this summer. So, um, and then we have a concert tomorrow night. So we'll see. If he can't come with me, I'll just do it. But tomorrow's free Friday is going to be about that. So the truth is, he does the same thing that I do. But what if he doesn't do it? All right. So in our case, we both have learned to do this. So his pickleball instructions to me could be equated to my kitchen instructions to him. And we do joke around. As a matter of fact, he says a lot of times that he's only good in the kitchen for holding the salt shaker and then shaking it whenever I need for him to. So that is like our joke that he'll come to me and he'll say, I'm ready to help you in the kitchen and he'll hold his salt shaker. And he's just really, really cute. He thinks he's funny. Okay. So I tell him kitchen instructions what he's doing wrong, how he should do it this way, how that's too much of that, how there's not enough of this, how you need to watch that or it'll burn 543 minus 500 times every time we're in the kitchen. And he can either think, this woman drives me crazy, or I don't even know why I bother helping her, or I don't have to put up with this, she acts like I'm stupid. Or he can say, I love being with her in the kitchen. I love doing this together. I'm grateful we have this chance. And then his actions towards me are completely different than if he would say the other things. Now, for those of us in relationships where one or the other doesn't do this, or for times that the other person doesn't do it, because let's face it, nobody does what they're supposed to do 100%, my question is, why does that matter? Why does it matter if the other person doesn't do it, right? Now, I should have prefaced this, and I meant to do this at the beginning. I'm not talking about abuse or anything that's out of my purview, right? Okay, I'm talking about typical marital discord here. All right, I don't want to talk about anything that I'm not equipped or that I have not had experience in right so i'm not talking about that lest somebody get on there and say well it's easy for you to say your husband never did this to you or that to you or your wife didn't treat you like this or treat you like that I'm talking about typical marital discord that can be stopped immediately with a quick thought change 
all right? So if the other person doesn't do it, does that make my thoughts and my actions any different? I, and I alone, have complete control over how I think, feel, and act. And it has no basis on the other person doing the right thing. His thoughts and actions have no bearing on mine. Um, my weight loss coach says something that I really, really love. And it's very, very scriptural. And that is, you can be right or you can be happy. And most of us would agree that happy is better than right. However, in the moment, we get prideful. And we want to be right. And we think that's the most important thing. We think being right this moment is more important than happiness down the road or tomorrow or later on tonight or in an hour. When in reality, being right is never better than being happy. Every time we do something petty, like respond negatively in pickleball, we are making the choice to be right. And that choice to be right in that moment never leads to happiness. It leads to drama. It leads to discord and unity. And it also, this is the really sad thing about it, is that it takes time to get back to where you were. So you have this inner, inner you know, minute time, right? This intermittent time where you had to be right, you were petty, your thoughts were bad, so your actions were bad, and it took you backwards in your relationship and it took time to recoup that right sometimes days to recoup that who wants to spend days being at odds with somebody that you love just so you can be right oh my word that's this if that took two days that's two days we'll never get back now look at the opposite way Every time we do something like taking the high road, not having to be right, like responding positively in pickleball, we are making the choice to be happy, but not to be right, right? That thought of, I appreciate what he's doing for me in pickleball, that thought leads to good actions, and that leads to a continuation of love and joy in the relationship. Instead of going backwards over something that is absolutely, positively not worth it. Now, those of us who raised our children in Christian homes, those of us who have Christian backgrounds, we were taught this all the time. And the thing that I have just been so enlightened with is the result of it benefits me more than I ever thought that it did. For example, we were taught the golden rule, right? We, we hear about the golden rule all the time. We still talk about the golden rule. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. If you're giving somebody, if you're being a, a pain in the rear and you're giving somebody all these instructions on pickleball, now Ray wasn't doing it like that. So that really isn't a good example because he would never do it like that because that's not how he is. But if you, somebody was, if you were the one giving somebody instructions on pickleball, would you want them to come back to you and say, you know, well, fine, then we just won't play. Would you want that to you? No, you wouldn't. So the golden rule also applies. Put others before yourself, scriptural teaching that aligns with this, 
think on these things. And I talked about last week in the Thoughts Thursday with the Pollyanna thinking, how we can't just will ourselves to think positive thoughts. We have to get rid of the negative and think an exact positive thought at that moment. And that is where our thoughts towards others are super important. We can't just say, well, I just love him. I just love him. We have to instead say, I'm not going to think this negative thought about it. Instead, I'm going to appreciate him or I'm going to respect him or I'm going to uh, be happy for this or I'm going to be grateful for something, right? It, has to, it's, it's, it works way better if you have an exact positive thought. And every time we do that, that, uh, like I said, leads to a going forward in the relationship. Take every thought captive is another scriptural principle that we are taught. Um, in the Bible. But for years and years, I applied these verses to mean that they are the right things to do. Right? They're the right things to do because they're in the Bible. Because Jesus, there's some, some of them are Jesus's words, some of them are commandments. Right? So in my mind, you know, I'm thinking this is the right thing to do. This is the right thing to do. This is the right thing to do. And I haven't always linked the outcome of it to being better as much as I can see now in my wisdom tomorrow turning 56 years old. <laughs> yes, do the math. I got married the day before I turned 18. Oh my word, so sweet. All right, so it's not just a matter of doing the right thing. Although, you know, if we're Christians, let's let's be honest, that is that should be a motivation for us. It should be a huge, motiv huge, huge motivation that we want to love, honor, respect, be kind, all of those things, right? But in addition to that being a motivator that we want to do what is right, I love it that these thinking, these kind of thoughts in my relationship with somebody leads to true happiness and unity. I love that these thoughts that I'm going to tweak, that I'm going to change, that I'm going to turn around immediately as soon as I think something bad about that person. I love it that those thoughts lead to a peace and harmony that you can never find in being right. Stop and think sometime that you wanted to be right and that you held your ground. We were just watching a show the other night where this person was mad for days and she was petty and petulant and it was just like, and we just looked at each other and we just laughed. We were just like, that's really healthy. And, and the feeling that you come out of that with, you know, her in the show, she kept saying, I'm not going to talk first. Whoever talks first loses. I'm not going to apologize. Whoever apologized admits that they were wrong first. I'm not going to speak first. Make him do it. Whoa. Two days of that. How many of us have had two days of that? I've had two days of that before. Two days of that as opposed to um, the joy that comes from having a good relationship and thinking right thoughts, right? Two days of that, we never felt good at the end of that. You know how people say, I forgot what we were even arguing about. I mean, do we really want to be in that position with Somebody that we love, whether it's our spouse or our children or our parents or siblings or friends. So if thoughts lead to actions and we choose what we want to think, we need to stop saying, I can't control it. 
we can stop ourselves in our track, take a deep breath, and say, I'm thinking something else now. I'm thinking something better. I'm thinking something that's going to serve my relationship with this person, not something that's going to take away from it. We can start slowing down and purposely thinking a better thought. We think and then we act, period. Thus, we can actually see our actions. We can go the other direction, right? So what is that in math when you can do that, when you can go this way or you can go that way? It's one of those properties. <laughs> okay, we can do the same thing with thinking and acting, right? If thoughts lead to our actions, and also we can look at our actions, and when we have a negative action like cold shoulder, animosity, fighting, we can go backwards. So we can say, this is my action. What did I think that made me do this? Oh, yeah, I thought that he was being a jerk. Oh, yeah, I thought that we should have gone to my restaurant. Oh, yeah, I thought that uh, he was being petty. Oh, yeah, I thought that he was being selfish, whatever it is, right? So if we believe that our thoughts lead to our actions, which I think that that's a given, right, that whenever we think something, we act on it, then we can go backwards. And we can trace the negative action backwards to the unhelpful thought. They are directly and fully linked. And we control ourselves. We can do this now. That's what's so exciting about it. We can feel, we can have a better relationship with somebody in the next few minutes. We can swap, somebody can walk in this room and we can be mad at them for being late, for example. This is a big one with my kids. <laughs> We can be mad at them for being late or they can walk in the room and we can say, I am not mad at them for being late. I want to honor them and their presence without any strings attached. And then we respond in that way. Isn't that so much better? Doesn't that feel so good? And it's not just because the Bible says to. The Bible says to because of what the results are, right? That is why we're supposed to do this. So we can do it now. We can stop blaming. My husband is trying to take me for dessert, but he had to tutor. And then he had to go help move, uh, finish moving our youngest son, who just got married two weeks ago. And um, today's our anniversary. So he's trying to squeeze, run back home and take me for dessert. So sweet. Anyway. So that's him ringing me. All right, so we need to stop blaming, stop trying to be right, and take 100% for the relation, responsibility for the relationship. And this is something that nobody wants to do in our 50-50 society. And this is something that we're definitely going to be talking about tomorrow because this has been raised big line, our whole marriage, is that you can go 50-50, but the minute one of you doesn't go 50, you're apart. So we just need to take 100% responsibility for our relationships. Regardless of what the other person does, it doesn't matter whether the other person is taking 100% responsibility or not. I'm going to do everything that I can do in this relationship. I am going to think a thought that causes me to treat that person better. How cool is that? That it is in our control, right, for the typical discord type of things right? It is in our control. And, and I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you might be thinking, well, they shouldn't be late and he shouldn't tell me what to do. And they shouldn't uh, forget 
about the meeting and they shouldn't um whatever else whatever other thing that they might do they shouldn't not text me back they shouldn't not call me they shouldn't not do those things maybe they shouldn't but it's not up to us whether they should or shouldn't it's only up to us to respond to think a thought about them and then to act and that's all we can do Thank you for joining me for this Thoughts Thursday. I hope these are helpful. I know these principles, biblical principles, thought principles, life principles have been huge in our lives, in our marriage, in our relationships with our kids, um, just all the time, everywhere. And so my goal in these Donna Dailies during the month of June, my video challenge, is just to give content that has helped me. So. That is what my Thought Thursday is all about. I will see you tomorrow on Free Friday for actually more marriage talk, but it's not going to be about pickleball. So thanks a lot for joining me.